0: Hello and welcome to another Health Essentials podcast. I'm John Horton, your host. Did you look in the mirror today and see a Vesuvius sized zit on your face or a connect the dots series of clogged pores or maybe a few new wrinkles? The answer is yes to any of those. You might be tempted to try an at-home chemical peel. This exfoliating treatment can leave your skin looking radiant and rejuvenated if you do it right. Luckily, we've got dermatologist Shilpi Katerpal on hand to walk us through the process. Dr. Katerpal is one of the many experts at Cleveland Clinic who visit our weekly podcast to share health tips that you can use in your daily life. Now let's learn how you can give your skin a little bit of a healthier glow. Dr. Katerpal, so nice to have you back on the podcast. Um, Always love having you.
1: Great. Thank you for having me.
0: So today we're talking about at-home chemical peels and kind of something that people use for when they start having skin problems. Um, Tell us a little bit. I know you have uh, an interesting story as to how you ended up getting into dermatology.
1: Uh, Yes. So, you know, I, like many people, had um, a lot of skin issues growing up as a child. Um, You know, I won't go into detail, but, you know, a lot of the -the run-of-the-mill, like acne and um, you know, eczema and all of that. So I spent more time at my dermatologist's office than, you know, most would have liked, but I feel like that kind of made me understand, you know, how much of a difference a dermatologist can make and, uh, you know, how much it impacted my daily life from the time, you know, before I had treatment to after. So, um, yeah, it's a, you know, topic near and dear to my heart and, um, hopefully I can make the same difference in my patients' lives that, um, you know, my dermatologist did for me.
0: Well, that, that's a wonderful way to, to, to kind of get into the topic here. Um, and obviously, we're, we're looking at at-home chemical peels, which sounds like a, a pretty intense kind of treatment uh, when you just hear the name. Uh, can you tell us kind of what it is and what it does?
1: Sure. So, you know, chemical peels as a category are basically ways to exfoliate our skin. So, they basically target the um, you know, different layers of the skin depending on, you know, what what product you're using and what strength it is. And, you know, it can do different things. So, whether it's targeting things like acne or pigmentation or fine lines or texture, you're basically just, you know, helping your skin cells turn over. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of simple ones that you can do at home and it just kind of can enhance, you know, medical treatment that you might be undergoing or even give you a head start before you even go in and see your dermatologist.
0: What's the science behind it with kind of how it's, how it's working and working that magic on your skin?
1: Yeah. So basically the, the chemical that's being used is essentially causing some disruption of um, your top layer of skin cells. And essentially they kind of slough off and that's why your skin peels. Um, and then, you know, those skin cells die and then turn over so it can make the skin look brighter, fresher, things like that. Um, some of the ones that target acne can actually concentrate in like the oil glands in our skin and actually, um, you know, give some improvement for a few weeks after you do them. So. Uh, You know, there's just a a lot of different options out there. And depending on, you know, what skin type you have and what your concern is, um, they can be tailored based on that.
0: So you mentioned uh, improving acne. Uh, What other sort of benefits can you get out of an at-home chemical peel?
1: So, um, I would say, you know, acne is probably the most common, um, those people that have like sunspots or hyperpigmentation, maybe in some of our skin of color patients, um, there's a condition called melasma where you kind of get, women can get some of these like brown patches that show up in the summer. Um, You know, or even like mild acne scars or just fine lines, those are all times where chemical peels can help. Or even if you have like a special event to attend and you just want to brighten your skin, um, that can certainly be a time where you might want to do one of these. I probably wouldn't be the time, you know, the first time to try it out before a big event. But you know, it's certainly something that can, um, you know, just make your skin glow and give you that bright
0: look. So when you talk about trying it, um, I mean, should you just... I think it, go in uh, slowly at first and just give a little dab somewhere to see how it, how it works.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, I tell patients, you know, to do what's called a use test. So some of them come as a liquid, some of them come in like a peel pad, Um, just do a small amount, maybe on the jawline or behind your ear, Uh, give it a day and see how your skin reacts before you do your whole face. Um, Definitely want to do that, especially if you have more sensitive skin or like dry skin um, or eczema, just to make sure you don't, you know, end up getting more inflamed or react to something that's in it. Um, You know, generally speaking, people that are younger with oilier skin, acne-prone skin are going to have, um, you know, less sensitive skin and tolerate, you know, different types of chemicals and higher strengths than someone that, say, has more sensitive or dry skin.
0: Are there different kinds of chemical peels? I I thought I had read where there were three different versions.
1: Yeah, so you know, the chemical peels vary based on um, you know what they're made out of. So we have like for example, there can be superficial, medium or deep peels. The at-home ones are just going to be the superficial ones. Um medium and deeper done typically in a medical office. And then you could even divide those into two groups. Um we have the the beta hydroxy acids and the alpha hydroxy acids. So your beta hydroxy are things like salicylic acid. Um those are the ones that help with acne your beta hydroxy acids are things like um glycolic acid lactic acid mandelic acid those are what we call like our water soluble ones so um you know those beta hydroxy ones are ones that are more going to be you know concentrated in the oil gland and are going to be a little more aggressive versus the alpha hydroxy um are going to be a little bit lighter and you know can be done on you know all skin color skin types and many of them are even safe during like pregnancy and nursing
0: so when somebody is at the store, what exactly should they be looking for uh, when they go shopping for these?
1: So I think it's important to look at the ingredients and like know what you're treating. So if you have, you know, acne, you're going to want to look for something with talicylic acid. If you have, say, melasma or freckling, um, you know, or sunspots, you're going to want to go towards something like glycolic acid. Um, you know, if you have both, there are some, you know, in, there are some like peel pads and some... um Um, formulations that contain both, but know that, you know, the higher the strength and the more ingredients in there, probably the more uh, aggressive the peel will be. And you could have more downtime when, you know, your skin looks red, sunburn, peels, flakes. Um, So that can be anywhere from like three to seven days after one of these. So you want to make sure you're not doing it right before a big event or, you know, any major social commitments.
0: All right. This is going to sound like a silly question, but we talk about it being a peel. Like how much of a peel do you get?
1: Um, You know, that varies person by person, the skin will exfoliate or peel. Um, Some it can be mild and some even with the same treatment can be more. Uh, I think that has to do ultimately, like how oily our skin is, like younger people tend to have slightly thicker skin, Uh, men have thicker skin than women. Um, And there's also a lot of other factors like the pressure when you apply it, how many passes you do, Um, because ultimately, each time you like, you know, you put more pressure, you're going to get a deeper peel. If you do more passes, it's you know, a higher strength. I think it also makes a difference if you're pre-treating with anything. So if you've been using like a vitamin A cream, like a retinol, tretinoin, um, adapalene, you know, whether it's over the counter or prescription, it thins the top layer of our skin. So our peel is actually going to go a little bit deeper. So you're going to get more of an effect. So those are all important things to consider, um, you know, determining like your downtime and the extent of peeling.
0: Do you recommend a pre-treatment before doing a, a chemical peel?
1: You know, I think it's a great idea for patients to be on some sort of like vitamin A cream, whether it's an over-the-counter retinol or a prescription tretinoin. You're just going to get more of an effect. But then I do warn people that, you know, you are going to have some more downtime. It will be, you know, a little bit red, a little bit swollen the first day. Like think of it as a mild sunburn and then it does slough a bit. But when the, the skin peels underneath, you have like a really nice fresh layer of skin. So it has a really nice glow, um, you know, again, it just brighten the skin. So nice to do, you know, before an event or, you know, just as a daily like maintenance for your skin.
0: So it really is. It's just taking a layer of your skin off and just giving you that whole fresh new yeah. look. Absolutely. It's really in, in, incredible. And, and when you hear that, though, it kind of makes me wonder, I mean, is this it's kind of safe to do, or is, is it something you can do too much of?
1: Yeah. So I think you have to be careful. So like you don't obviously want to get this stuff like in your eyes or in your mouth that can definitely cause problems. Um, you know, if you do too much of something, you can really run into problems or if you're already on medical treatment. Um, some of our acne patients are on like Accutane. So you don't always want to just jump the gun and do it. Like if you're seeing a dermatologist for other, you know, other treatment, definitely check with them to make sure it's Okay. Um, you know, if you have sensitive skin or you're just not sure how your skin will respond, do that small, like, you know, pre test or patch test. And I would say just start slow, like maybe the first time, do like a light pass. If you're nervous about getting it in your eyes, you could even put like a little Vaseline around your eyes. Um, you know, you just want to make sure the skin isn't inflamed, there's nothing open, you don't have any like wounds, anything like that, like any cuts. For men, too, um, you know, you may not want to shave the next day because the skin's a little bit inflamed. And, um, you know, when they apply it, it might be a good idea to, like, trim the beard or any facial hair so you can actually get the product on the skin. Otherwise, it just kind of sits
0: in the hair. How often can you realistically do this?
1: You know, some of them will say, like, once a week. But truthfully, I would say, like, give it a month because it does take 28 days for our skin cells to fully turn over and to, like, let everything heal. So um, I would just say to be on the safe side no more than once a month.
0: Wow, I did not realize it took that long for your skin to kind of like, uh, I guess, rejuvenate itself or, or kind of come back there.
1: Yeah, I think it's also really important, like if you have a tan or if you're outside a lot, those probably aren't the best times to do it. Like if you're in a sunny climate, like maybe avoid the summertime Um, because, you know, when our skin is healing, it is sensitive to sun, to pigmentation, all of that. So um, important that if you're going to do one of these treatments, you know, you want to be at your natural skin color when you do it. And probably for the week after, just avoid, you know, direct sunlight. Um, If you are going to be outside, use sun protection, a hat, sunscreen, things like that. And obviously, hold any like medical therapies you might be using, whether it's prescription or over the counter, just because the skin is really fragile. Um, you know, you are you know sloughing that top layer of skin, so you don't want to put, you know, like an acne cleanser or a retinol on top of it because you could even get like a chemical burn.
0: If you do, if you do have a tan and you kind of take that top layer off with a peel, uh, could it come back like a little splotchy or, or look, you know, not quite the same color as everything else?
1: Absolutely. So for those people that have been sunburned and you know, when the skin peels, it's very red underneath. It looks blotchy. Some areas are tanned, some are not. That is absolutely what can happen. So um, that's why we recommend not doing that. Um, You know, you want to do this to improve your appearance, not, you know, make it, draw more attention to it in a negative way.
0: Definitely. Um, So say someone wants to, wants to go home and and, and try this. Um, What do you need to get started?
1: So I would say, you know, for women, you might want to have a headband to keep the hair out of your eyes, out of your face. Not a bad idea to use some Vaseline, like around your eyes, like areas like right under the eye and the upper eyelid. You don't want to get it on because that skin's very thin. Um, You know, in terms of an applicator, you could use like a cotton ball or a cotton pad if it comes in a liquid. Some of them come with like a peel pad. Um, I would also probably have like a washcloth nearby in case you start to get a lot of like burning or discomfort. Um, you know, you could wash it and obviously like a gentle cleanser. Um, uh, and then, you know, I think aside from that, just have on hand, like make sure you have some sunscreen, you know, to wear the next day I'd probably hold off on any makeup or anything like that. But, um, you know, just some simple things. And, you know, if you're someone that has sensitive skin on your hands, maybe even a pair of gloves isn't a bad idea.
0: So when you're doing the peel, how long do you, do you leave this on when you when you do it? So
1: it depends on the agent um, and a lot of them should have detailed instructions. So the beta hydroxy acids, like our salicylic acid, those are ones that we would call self-neutralized. So when you put it on, it kind of has this white frost and you don't need to wash it off. Um, the other ones like glycolic acid, things like that, you do have to like neutralize it or you know wash your face. Usually I would start with like, maybe one and a half to two minutes and then subsequent treatments, you can maybe go up by like 15 or 30 seconds. But if you start to have a lot of pain, a lot of stinging and discomfort, you probably want to wash your face or stop it right away.
0: Um, I, I was going to ask you what it felt like. And, and you mentioned the stinging feeling. I mean, it, it can really be that intense as you're, as you're putting this on.
1: Yeah. You know, it kind of tingles. Um, it can burn a little bit and it just feels kind of hot. Um, you know, I don't know how, to, how else to describe it, but you know, it, it's like mildly uncomfortable, but uh, you know, you definitely know it know it's doing something.
0: That's the price you pay for beauty, I guess. Uh, <laughs> at right. times, yeah. Um, as you're putting this on, too, what do you what do you use to to, to apply the, the the chemical?
1: So you know, I my preference and the ones I've done and the products I've seen, um, the pre-soaked peel pads. They come in like a little jar, and they they have it on already. I think that is an easy way to apply. Um, if you don't ha- buy, you know, if you buy something that comes in a liquid form, I would probably just use a cotton ball, but you don't want it to be super saturated. You know, if you dip it in the agent, maybe squeeze it out, remove any excess so it's not dripping um, or like a cotton pad or something like that. Um, if you want it to get fancy and use like a brush. You can, but just once again, make sure whatever you're using is not too saturated because you don't want to put too much of the chemical and you don't want it dripping as you apply. It.
0: You you had mentioned doing some pre-treatment. Um, what other things should you do kind of in advance of, of your peel?
1: So, um, you know, I would say at least two weeks of if you want to get like a slightly deeper peel, you can use like a retinoid, um, which over-the-counter is retinol. Prescription is tretinoin. Um, you know, you want to protect yourself from the sun. We recommend sunscreen every day. But, you know, certainly those days and weeks leading up to it, you know, wear a hat, wear sunscreen. Um, And then aside from that, you know, maybe just hold any like medicated topicals. Like if you're using any like acne medication, like benzoyl peroxide or, you know, any prescription antibiotics that are topicals, maybe just hold those before and just use like a gentle cleanser. If you're someone that has a history of cold sores, even a light home chemical peel can trigger a cold sore. So um, just be careful if you're someone that has a cold sore or a tendency to get them when you're treating around the mouth, make sure you have some of that medication on hand. And if you do have an active cold sore um, or active acne, like you probably don't wanna be applying anything until things heal.
0: What about immediately after the peel? Is there some steps you should take uh, then to, to get the best results and protect your skin?
1: Yeah, I would say like a gentle cleanser and then a moisturizer. So you've just disrupted that, you know, your barrier um, and trying to restore it and help it heal is important. So keep it moist. Use like a very bland moisturizer. It could even be something as simple as Vaseline. Um, And, you know, just just be very gentle with it. You want to baby it. So, you know, use a very gentle cleanser once or twice a day and then, you know, keep it moisturized until it
0: heals. Well, that kind of takes us through the whole process. I appreciate you taking the time and I look forward to having you back on the podcast. Um, Always love having you.
1: Great, thanks so much.
0: If you're looking for more radiant skin, an at-home chemical peel might be worth trying. Just make sure to follow the instructions and take the necessary precautions. Till next time, be well.
1: Thank you for listening to Health Essentials, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic, and Cleveland Clinic Children's. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or visit clevelandclinic.org slash HEPodcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician.